Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hello and welcome to another episode of Attacking Third, a CBS Sports soccer podcast. I'm Sandra Herrera, lead NWSL writer for CBS Sports. Joined today, as always, by my colleague and co-host, NWSL analyst and broadcaster Lisa Roman. On today's episode, we are going to give you all a midweek preview of NWSL matches that will be kicking off on Wednesday, October the 6th. Before we do that, a quick reminder to follow us on Twitter at Attacking Third. Also, you can head on over to our YouTube page and hit subscribe to never miss a new video or interview whenever we go live. Plus, you can catch great extended NWSL highlights. So head on over to YouTube.com slash Attacking Third and hit subscribe. Lisa, how are you doing today? I'm okay, Sandra. Um, I'm I'm excited to talk a little bit of soccer, maybe. Try to, try to separate my brain a little bit. It's almost like at the end of the day when I just want to watch Sopranos and turn my brain off and think about who... Um, who Tony's going to kill next, honestly. Oh, it's, it's good. I'm excited to talk a little bit of soccer with you, even though that this world is constantly changing and news is constantly coming out in the world of the NWSL. Um, but there are games to be played and a season to be had and hopefully a championship to be won at the end of it all. We'll see. You've got to play the games in front of you, and uh, that's what's going to happen this week. Uh, the league initially announcing a pause on last week's games in light of all of the news circulating around the league in regards to, A, the Washington Spirit franchise, and then, B, allegations and news and details surrounding former head coach Paul Riley. Uh, Richie Burke and Paul Riley are no longer head coaches in the league in light of all the uh, news that has rolled out over the last week or so. And uh, due to all of the high emotions, a pause was placed on those games. But the Players Association uh, came out this week and said that they will be participating in Wednesday's matches that will be taking place. So I, like you, Lisa, uh, am excited to talk a little bit about some game day action, uh, preview some of these matches. There's three on the schedule as of this moment and just maybe sort of get into talking about um, the athletes, uh, you know, that wake up and, and, and make this league and make game day what it is. Uh, so let's take a look. We've got New Jersey, New York, Gotham FC facing off against Washington spirit, North Carolina courage taking on racing Louisville FC and Portland thorns FC facing off against Houston dash for Wednesday's midweek matches. Let's start with game one. It's New Jersey, New York, Gotham FC versus Washington Spirit. And Lisa, this game's a little bit different. It's going to be in Philly, your hometown ooh, Philly. Ooh, it's going to be a little bit of a, a farewell club, NWSL club match for, for Carly Lloyd as the uh, Gotham FC take on the Spirit. Both these teams really in a playoff push. we got Spirit currently sitting in sixth place on the standings. Gotham FC on the outside looking in 
but really, really close to cracking through if they get themselves a positive result in this one. Uh, what are you going to be looking at in this game? I'm curious to see your perspectives because I believe your intentions are to attend this game, right? I am attending. I will be at Subaru Park. I'm so excited. Um, yeah, this is huge for Philadelphia and for Carly Lloyd and for the NWSL overall because I'm pushing. Lisa Roman is pushing for an NWSL team in Philadelphia. So this is a great taste for the people of Philly to um, – See what it's like to have an NWSL match here. Yes, I will be in attendance, which um, this is like embarrassing and I might not be able to admit this, but since I've been covering the league, this will be the first game I'm actually going to um, because all of our broadcasts are are Remy. Just for people who don't know, I'm cracking the code here for everyone. Uh, we do those remotely, not from the stadium. So I am going to this game as a fan. I will be on Twitter though, hopefully keeping an eye on everything, but I'm going to watch every square inch of the pitch and smell the grass. And I'm excited about this one. Um, but I think that all eyes will be on Carly Lloyd and, and Gotham in this match. Um, Gotham, it, they just won over North Carolina Courage two weeks ago in the last time they played. Carly Lloyd played really well. Um, Ifioma Anamano had a great, great game and she's continuously had a great season. Margaret Purse is back on the pitch for Gotham. Uh, we did a little bit of this preview uh, in last week's game, last week's preview episode before all these matches got canceled. But I, I think that Gotham is the team to look at on this one. But Washington also coming off of a win against Kansas City the last time they played. So both Gotham and Washington understand what it's like to win. And at this point in the season, both Gotham and Washington, they need winning points um, in the standings. Gotham is number eight. Washington is number six right now. So wins are very, very necessary. But I think that this being a home game for Gotham, even though neither team is actually playing at home, they both have to travel. They're both at a new stadium with different fans. I think that the fan base and, and the location could play a factor into this. Um, and I think the factor is going to lean towards Gotham's way and Gotham will come out with a win. I can see that for sure. If you're giving your pick uh, for Gotham, and I, I like that, Lisa. They're not technically technically for this week. This week alone, they're the hometown team for Philly. Yeah. So I like that you're going with the hometown team in this one. We well, need so more. You go with for Chicago all the time. You so need to go for Philly, it. You gotta, it. You gotta stay on brand, Lisa. And I like to see that from you here, going with Gotham as the hometown side in this one. Uh, but I'm with you. I think there's a lot to look at on both sides of the pitch. I think you said it best. It's it's being billed as the farewell match for Carly Lloyd in her hometown. You've got players like Margaret Purse, Paige Monahan making their way back from injury after battling back with some nagging, lingering leg injuries and then being able to get on the pitch and produce immediately uh, in their match in their return, their own respective return matches just two weeks ago. So having a couple of weeks here to continue healing, getting themselves right, I think can only benefit Gotham. But I am also looking at this spirit side that have kind of gone through some adversity of themselves uh, off the pitch, having a really tough couple of months, uh, finally concluding with some off-field things, uh, with the, the conclusion of the investigation, the term, the official termination of uh, head, for, then former head coach Richie Burke, and uh, we saw this Washington Spirit team two weeks ago take the pitch after a month off away from the game, being handed two forfeitures, not being able to see any game time action. 
but then finally go head to head against Kansas City and WSL and be able to scrape out a very important win for themselves that have kept them in playoff position at that final number six spot in the moment. So they've got a lot to play for here too. And who knows, maybe getting away a little bit will be helpful for this kind of team. I know a lot of times people like to play home advantage to the home side, but both of these teams are technically traveling a little bit. Yeah. In this one. Uh, so I think maybe just for pick sake and for differences, I'll go the spirit side on this one, but I don't know. I got a feeling that this one actually might end up in a draw to be quite honest. Uh, but I'm hoping that no matter what, there's an exciting game in this one. I'm sure emotions will be high considering the week that has been had. And I want to let everyone know that because of the magnitude of this match with both of these two very competitive teams going head to head, it also being billed as Carly Lloyd's final match. This is going to be a match that is going to be available for viewers on CBS sports network. So please check with your current cable providers uh, for listings and how you can watch that. So keep an eye on that one. Uh, following along with this triple header, we have North Carolina courage hosting racing Louisville FC over at wake med soccer park and Cary, North Carolina. Of course, Lisa, we've been talking about it all week. We have to keep mentioning it here in the top of our brains and at the top of this podcast while we continue to preview these episodes. North Carolina Courage no longer have their uh, former head coach, Paul Riley. He was terminated effective immediately upon um, the publishing of a story via The Athletic on September 30th. Interim head coach Sean Ahas is currently at the helm of this club. This is going to be the first match that both Nahas and the team will take the fields uh, post events sort of circulating around uh, their former head coach. And they will be facing a racing Louisville side that are very, very quickly running out of time in this regular season to make uh, an impact for an actual playoff push. But that doesn't necessarily mean uh, that they won't be able to play spoiler because we have a North Carolina courage side that prior to all of these events, looking at the soccer aspect of things, Lisa, they were on a bit of a skid themselves. They were on a pretty lengthy winless streak, which was quite frankly, very uncommon for this North Carolina courage side. They have historically, been the type of team that have only gotten stronger as the NWSL season has progressed and gone on. And here we are in the final stretch of the season and they appear to be flailing a little bit. And this was prior to everything happening. So now we've got everything happening with this team where they are still the same scenarios, having this, this winless streak. And now they've got some off field pitch issues that have been surrounding the club and putting a big spotlight on this team as well. It's going to be a tough one to just sit here and say, oh, I'm going to pick this team because of X, Y, Z, or the other. Um, but looking at this match, my perspective is that I really just hope players are able to go out there, get a good run, maybe have some fun, leave some emotions out on the pitch, uh, utilize the soccer in a way that can be helpful or maybe even therapeutic for them. Um and I would like to see a result because everybody likes to see some type of result happening, whether it's a win or a loss. But I don't know. Hard to tell in this one for me. I think maybe this one could be the game of the three games that we're going to watch this this Wednesday is going to be a draw. So I'm, for me and my pick, I'm going with a draw on this one. Sandra, I wrote down a draw for this one for me already. Well, you got you got to pick first in the first game, and I'm picking first in this game, and I'm going with the draw. I know. I think one thing you said is so important looking at this match between the Courage and Racing Louisville. I hope that it, 
the North Carolina Courage players after everything they've been through this week and everything the league has been through this week um, can look to the left and to the right of themselves as they stand in their team huddle and, and look at their teammates and have a joy in playing a game that they all love. They love so deeply and play for the players on either side of them and play for their their selves as a young athlete um, because that's important to go back to why you love this sport, why you got into it, and why you chose to make this your career and play at the highest possible level in the NWSL. And finding those moments of joy, I hope that we see it when we watch this game. I hope that the players feel it. I hope that they can, um, I don't know, go back to their roots of why they chose this sport, and why they chose to play it at the highest level, because I think that's something that is lost in this week of news, the joy of the game and the joy of why these players want to play based on everything that they have experienced. Um, And that's my hope for this match, that we see smiles on the pitch. We see celebrations and goal scoring, even uh, goal scoring for your opponents that you can find joy in this game, which sounds like so cheesy and I'm aware of it as I'm saying it, but that's what I want. That's what I want when I watch this game. And I think that's another reason why I'm looking for a draw that I think this game will be a draw. Um, And not to mention that North Carolina courage has, they've lost their last two matches. They they are on the skid, as you mentioned it. Um, Lynn Williams, a player that has had a lot of ups and downs throughout this season. I hope she can find her joy and find her stride with her teammates around her. Um, And even racing Louisville, they they're coming off of a pretty rough, loss to Houston and that's devastating in and of itself just on the pitch um they they need to get run of play goals and maybe the defense for North Carolina has been strong all year but can they be strong against this racing Louisville team that has Savannah McCaskill in the midfield and players like Salmon up top and Amina Ekic that are scoring goals and and showing great moments but um I pick a draw for this one. Casey Murphy, I'm hoping she gets a shutout. So it'll be, I'm thinking scoreless draw. Scoreless. All right. I like that you're putting, uh, you're putting a a number. Yeah, you did. I didn't put a number on it. I'm into the scoreless draw. I'll just say it'll be narrow. I hope, I hope, uh, I hope each team gets a chance to celebrate a goal. I'll just say it like that. Uh, Happy and healthy. That's what we want to see for the players coming out of this midweek uh, matches. Uh, this game kicking off at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. You can catch this game on Paramount+. Plus. So tune in for that in case you're uh, interested in this fixture versus uh, the Gotham and Washington fixture. Uh, to close out this triple header, Portland Thorns FC will be hosting Houston Dash at Providence Park in Portland, Oregon. Late night one, we've got NWSL After Dark action. This is going to kick off at 10 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, Portland Thorns... Two weeks ago, coming off of a, a loss against the Chicago Red Stars and this Houston Dash side, Lisa, another one of those teams very close to cracking through and breaking through in that playoff picture. They are currently on the outside looking in in seventh place. They need a win and they need it quickly. And I'm looking to see if they're going to get it against this Portland Thorns side. We're talking a lot about all of the off the field news that is uh, affecting the league and by extension affecting certain clubs throughout this league and we've got three teams that have been uh, in the headlines so to speak uh, during this last week uh, whether it was a spirit north carolina courage and now portland thorns uh, 
again, just for context purposes, uh, Portland Thorns also part of that very lengthy reporting coming out of The Athletic, uh, highlighting uh, abusive and uh, sexual misconduct behavior from uh, former head coach Paul Riley during the 2015 season with the club. There has been a lot of sights, sounds, and scenes coming out of the Portland community, uh, the fandom, the supporters, the official supporters group, the Riveters, and other uh, Thorns supporters uh, making it very uh, vocal and making it very known by uh, hosting demonstrations outside of Providence Park in the previous weekend where there were no matches. In light of there being no matches, they took to the streets essentially and wanted to make themselves heard. So there has been a lot of scenes coming out of Portland and I'm very curious to sort of see how the environment is going to be in this match. Um, this is typically a stadium that everyone, whether you're the opposition or the host are very excited to play. And we hear so often about the joy that the opposition gets from silencing that big rock crowd that comes out to support their Thorns players. And then we hear so often from the Thorns players themselves how much of a boost they get from their home side. So I am uh, curious to see how the soccer plays out based on the environment around these two teams on this pitch. I think this of the three games is probably going to be the match that has the most eyes on it, Lisa. And since I chose first last time, I'm going to toss it to you and ask you for your pick. Who are you going to be looking at and why in this You're one? You're scared. You're scared to give your pick, Sandra. It's I'm fine. Right here. I'm waiting. You want to see if I can change your mind. I understand. Um, <laughs> you do always provide compelling arguments. <laughs> this, this game is... Uh, definitely circled. I'm definitely excited to watch this one because Houston, they're coming off of that huge, huge 4-0 victory over Racing Louisville. And that was without Rachel Daly. She was excused from this last match that Houston played due to a, a devastating family matter. Um, but she will be back as, as far as we know at this point in time, um, which provides a lot of attacking firepower for the Houston Dash. They also have Christy Mewis, who is doing a tremendous job in the attack. She scored some bangers of the goal the last time they were out. The This team of Houston Dash has had a lot of ups and downs and maybe not as um, drastic as other teams like O.L. Reign. They've had a lot of ups and downs. Even North Carolina has seen a lot of downs this year as ups in other parts of the year. But Houston has been really back and forth on a game-by-game -game basis, which is something that – it's really difficult for a team to wrap themselves around without having that consistent factor. I think the Olympics threw uh, Houston Dash for a huge loop as they missed the most number of players in the league during that Olympic stretch. Now all those Olympic players are back. They're, they're getting into a bit of a groove and a bit of a rhythm. Um, I think they could put a lot of pressure on Portland. Um, but when you look at the Thorns, they, they are coming off to their loss to Chicago, a 2-1 loss. They scored first in that match, and then Chicago came back and scored two of their own, which says something, I believe. Um, Houston, they, they got the shutout against Louisville. I don't think they'll get another shutout. I think Portland will score. This, this one is hard for me to pick a winner, for sure, just based on everything that's been happening around the Thorns organization and the, and the demonstrations that the supporters groups have shown and everything like that. The last three games for the Thorns, they've lost two of those matches, which is very unlike the Thorns. They they are still at the top of the table, um, but I think that they could outplay Houston in this match. I'm going to give the win to Portland. 
I am also going with the Portland Thorns in this one. I think there's more on the line for a team like Houston Dash, and they will be playing, and their their play will be reflecting that mm-hmm. on the pitch for sure. But I just think there's going to be uh, a different type of fire that uh, is driving these Portland Thorns players come uh, Saturday or Wednesday night, excuse me, in Providence Park um, in light of everything uh, going on. And um, I'm not going to act as if there's not something on the lines for the Thorns here either, because if the, you know, if they would have got that win um, two weeks ago against Chicago, that would have at the very least clinched a playoff position for this Portland Thorns side. The shield is sort of up for grabs right now when we're looking at a team like Portland Thorns and the number two team right behind them in all rain. Um, but that can happen. That's also still on the line for this team. So to put that in the bag, to sort of check that off your box of things to do in this regular season, I think that that's something that this these Thorns players just want to get done and not have that to be lingering in the back of their minds anymore. They could just focus on the, on the next phase in front of that, that no matter what happens, they're, they're playoff bound. Um, whether they stay in first or not, that's a different episode for a different day and a different scenario for them to take a look at if it comes into play. But for now, that is something that is on the line for them. And uh, I'll be looking for that as well. So we're both going for Portland on this one. People are looking for it. Again, it's at 10 p.m. Eastern time. This one is also going to be on Paramount Plus for everyone to take a look at. So log on, subscribe, and then take a look at the match and enjoy the ride. Uh, let's take a quick look at some of these standings for everyone uh, before we exit out of this match preview. We've got in first place the Portland Thorns with 38 points. We've got Oil Rain right behind them at number two with 35 points. Sitting at number three is North Carolina Courage with 29 points. Right behind them is Chicago Red Stars in fourth place with also 29 points. At number five is Orlando Pride with 28 points. In sixth place is Washington Spirit with 26 points in that final playoff position. And then we've got in seventh place, Houston Dash with 26 points. In eighth place, New Jersey, New York, Gotham FC with 25 points. In ninth place, Racing Louisville FC with 17 points. And in 10th place, Kansas City NWSL with 11 points. Folks, thank you all for listening today. We hope you tune in to the games and we hope you also follow us on Twitter at Attacking Third. We're also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and everywhere you listen to your podcast show. If you head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review with a question, Lisa and I will answer it as part of our mailbag segment. And we are also available as videos. So subscribe to us at youtube.com slash attacking third. So hit subscribe to not miss a single thing. Lisa and I will be back, as always, with a recap of these matches. And we will get you that on Friday. So join us then for San Herrera and Lisa Roman. This was a technical.